Hey, my dear sister girlfriends out there, if you are finding yourself frustrated these days with weight gain that seems to be coming from nowhere, or confused about how it doesn't seem to matter how much exercise you do or what you eat, the weight is either not coming off or constantly gaining on, then this is the episode for you. Today, I'm going to share with you what I discovered about myself when I was feeling that exact frustration and noticed again and again in several of my clients over the years. And the three first steps I took that began to set me free and put me back on the path to hormone balance, energy gain, and weight release. Are you ready for clarity, hope, and answers? Let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, girlfriends, how are you feeling in your body today? I want to first take a moment to thank you all so much for listening, for sharing, for your messages. You know, when you discover something in yourself that isn't working, like how I felt a few years ago, which I know is how so many of you are feeling, and you start to learn and discover what works and what doesn't, the feeling of finally getting progress again and feeling good in your body is so significantly freeing that we want to share it with everyone and shout it from the rooftops. Better understanding my female body and that what we have been taught about our hormones and gut health and metabolism is frankly a bit bunk, or maybe maybe a more fair term is that we have been taught, what we have been taught is seriously lacking. Well, better understanding this has made the difference for me from feeling hopeless, exhausted, and uncomfortable to being excited about every day that I wake up. So I'm hugely grateful for your messages and reviews as validation that these tips, this podcast is helpful for you too. When I was in the depths of feeling really exhausted and depleted and frustrated with weight gain and wanting to just go to bed every night at 7.30 p.m., I genuinely remember thinking, is this honestly the best I am going to feel for the next 40 years of my life? I mean, it was depressing, and I know that it is wearing on many of you as well. No matter what you are doing, no matter how much you are working out or how little you are eating, the weight is piling on, the cravings are amplifying, the PMS symptoms are dragging you down, and you just can't seem to get ahead on anything. For me, my life was the same every day. I would wake up at 4 or 4.30 in the morning, 
quietly put on my workout clothes in the dark, and then head into my home gym where I would down a double serving of pre-workout, highly caffeinated, while writing my endless to-do list for the day just to try to get it out of my brain, and then push myself through a grueling 40-minute workout, which, which for some people doesn't seem that long, but is more than enough and was really hard. My body was starting to hurt, but you know, the workout itself would would calm the chaos of my mind. It would calm the grinding of my to-do list and the life stressors that we all have. It would quiet the voice wondering why I couldn't say no to sugar in the afternoon or why at, or, or wine at night. After this, I would hustle out the door to get my dog a good 40-minute exercise and then rush home to unload the dishwasher, make breakfast for the kiddos, pack lunches and backpacks, and hustle my two kids to school on time. I'm sure this sounds super familiar to many of you. Then I would spend three to four hours working, another hour doing laundry or house admin or chores, and then back out with the dog before it was time for school pickup again, sports activities, homework, and dinner. I could barely keep my eyes open by 7.30 at 8 and would often fall asleep in my children's beds at night with with them because I'm tucking them in and reading or definitely on the couch. I just couldn't even keep my eyes open until before I knew it, the alarm was going off and there I was again at 4, 4.30. I loved my children, loved them <laughs> and loved and loved my business and work, but I was constantly feeling like I was coming up short Losing my patience with the kids, never having enough energy to play and have fun, never having enough mental clarity or time to take my business to the next level. I knew that something had to give, but what could it be? I was barely keeping it together when my hormonal dysfunction symptoms that we all recognize on this podcast began to pile up. Night sweats were beginning to disrupt my sleep. Sugar cravings consumed me in the afternoon. Wine was required for patients at night. And it was in this time of my life where I began to get quiet. First, quiet in not a good way, where I think my friends were wondering what happened to me and where I went. But then I got quiet in a good way. It was time to take a good hard look at myself and make some type of change because what had been working was no longer working for me. It was sucking the life out of me and keeping me from living a life I wanted and and even had the energy for. It was in these quiet moments where I had to get real about my choices each day. And by quiet moments, I mean meditation. I mean just sitting alone and thinking without a screen in front of my face. I began to hear, you know, in these moments, what my body was really wanting. And along with that, the fear about what would happen if I gave in. I needed rest. I needed calm. I needed to do less. But wouldn't my world fall apart if I didn't do all the things I was doing? What would get done without me? How much weight would I gain if I wasn't crushing these hard workouts every day? I mean, come on, like I was putting on weight and didn't feel like I was overeating. And so if I stopped them, what was going to happen? Would I even, like I wouldn't even have time to work out if I didn't wake up so early every day. What if, what if, what if? But you know, the more I got quiet, the more I got real. And I took a big, brave, deep breath and did something I hadn't done in decades. I turned off my morning alarm clock. (laughs) 
I stopped waking up at 4 and 4.30 a.m. and started to let my body wake up a bit more naturally, even if it meant I missed a workout, even though my head said it was wrong. I stopped downing caffeine on an empty stomach to get through my workout and decided to start sipping warm water with lemon again to nourish and support my liver, even though my head kept saying it was wrong. I swapped my hard workouts for yoga and Pilates or frankly just walking and sleeping in, even though my head swore to me I would gain weight and my mind buzzed as I worked on quieting it. I used to say I hate yoga. I want to like it, but it's too slow for me. It's not doing anything. And that's a real big indicator of the thing you really should be doing. You guys, I went slow, even when I swore my hustle and, and fought the fear, even when I swore by my hustle and fought the fear in my brain that I had to hustle to make my dreams work. And you know what happened? None of my fears came true. It was slow at first, but my cravings started to disappear as my body became more rested and less depleted. My patience began to come back. My PMS started to wane and settle and become more normal. And just a few months later, my body began to release the weight. Yes, I still have to remind myself to slow down. After years of hustle addiction, I have to fight the natural pathways of habits that I have created. And when I start to fall back into these old habits, I, I literally have to force myself to get quiet again and ask the real question. What am I hustling from? What am I avoiding? We create these coping mechanisms to avoid discomfort and hold on desperately to these coping mechanisms like they're part of our identity. But when we lift the curtain, we often find that it is the obstacle, the thing we are avoiding, that is the way back to health, to balance, and to release. I know now that it is the things we are addicted to that often create the initial imbalance. And it's our addiction to these habits that perpetuates the imbalance in our hormones. I have to work out. I have to do this. I can't do that. When we release the things, our body can begin to actually exhale and begin that journey back to balance hormonally, metabolically, energetically, and we learn that there are different ways to do so. Things, in fact, you know, what I learned, what I learned was that I can actually do less and have more. We think, you know, I don't understand why it wasn't working then and it is working now, but do not forget that youth is forgiving and our body will accommodate and accommodate and accommodate until it can no longer accommodate what we are asking of it. And that is when we notice all of these symptoms. You know, I've heard this story time and time again as a holistic health coach and personal trainer and female hormone specialist, you know, particularly with hustle addictions in women, but in other addictions as well. I have many clients and these are what I would call socially acceptable addictions, right? We're not talking about drugs and smoking and sex addictions. We're talking here about, you know, doing all the things addictions. We're talking about you know, I have many clients who are addicted to putting their children's and their families and partners' wants above their own needs. You know, this has become part of their identity. Well, I have to do all of these things for these people. You know, I have others who can never imagine giving up wine or caffeine just for a month or so to create that balance. And even some who say they will never stop snacking. 
Although I don't believe we should have to feel like we are restricting or going against our own integrity. I do believe that getting quiet and taking a good hard look at your life, your choices and your habits can help you realize what your body really needs from you to get back to balance. What balance for you in fact is and what it means to live in integrity with yourself, body, mind, and spirit. So if you are in chaos somehow like I was, stuck as a duck, (laughs) where do you start? Here are my three tips that helped me get back. Number one, it's time to get quiet and get honest. And by that, I mean really listening, not to the chatterbox in your brain or what marketing tells us or society tells us, but really get quiet long enough to hear what your body is trying to say to you. Does it need rest? Does it need less? Sometimes we get caught up constantly eating and constantly snacking and and that constant drip is just too much. It's just like when you finally head it up to here, right? You know, up to that neck. <laughs> And you can go underwater so quickly then, right? When you get quiet and get honest, even just for me, it was five minutes a day I forced myself to sit on a mat and do either a guided meditation or just sit quietly with, with, with my lemon water in silence and just see what starts to come up because that is the truth of what is going on inside of us. And we're so used to being these sort of evil dictators head down, right? From our brain down to our body, telling our body what it should and shouldn't be, telling our body what it should and shouldn't do, that our body has lost its voice and we have lost our ability to hear its voice. When you get really quiet, you can start to get honest with yourself about what you want, about what you need, about what makes you happy, and about what is really healthy and not healthy. Now, step number two. Once you get quiet, it is time to get real honest with yourself. This is the piece where maybe we write down, you know, the things that are bugging us behind the things. You know, for me, as a hustle addict, I was covering up other things in my life that I didn't want to look at, I didn't want to address. If you if you emotionally eat, you understand this because we eat instead of processing the emotions. Some people shop, some people binge watch Netflix. When we numb ourselves like that, whether it's through hustle or food or wine or caffeine or our children, we're avoiding a bigger issue. So we want to start to get real honest with ourselves about what that is. And that's the hardest part. Sometimes we think it's hard to be honest with other people. It's the hardest to be honest with ourselves and admit our own truths. And step number three is write down what you are not wanting to do and why. And this can be actually a bit of a simple trigger, you know, a simple good little domino trigger into, you know, where to start. If you're struggling to get quiet, if you're struggling to get honest, listen to your own words and hear the thing that you're swearing you will not avoid. I'm not, I do not think it's a good idea if you are waking up every day drinking coffee and going to bed every night drinking wine and eating sugar in the day and that is your regular routine to try to give up them all. Just pick one. Pick one and just see how your body settles, how your body responds, how your body reacts and how your symptoms improve by just pulling one back for three or four weeks. That's about the time we need to know and for our body to adjust to life without it. 
So those are your three stepping stones. And I know it's it's less tangible. I try really hard on this podcast to give you real things that you can implement right away. And this one is a little bit more ethereal that way. But you need to take this time. If you are struggling like I was or like many, many of my clients, take a look at what is the thing you that you keep really wanting to avoid. You're like, ugh, I don't like yoga. Ugh, I'm never going to wake up and do a workout without a pre-workout. Ugh, I'm never going to sleep in. What are the things that you're avoiding? Pick one and lean into that thing. I would love to hear from you guys on what your addiction is, what you cannot seem to let go of. Um, and and if anything comes up here in this quiet piece, please, um, if you if you want to DM me directly, if you want to share a story or a post and tag me in it, I would love that. I'd love the opportunity to share that as well. And of course, if you're looking for more clear direction on this, you know, you can of course join the free period whisperer community, um, or you can request some information or get on the wait list either for my one-on-one coaching, which has a few spots opening up soon, or my brand new exclusive perfect perimenopause program that will be launching soon. Remember, my sisters, we want to shift our focus from weight loss to life gain. We want to be more in our lives and not just less on a scale. Thank you so much for showing up today. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.